Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. Far. Mm. Um, you know, people just have that energy and that vibe. And to me, the number one telltale sign of a special team, Alex, is it's like a magnet, right? It's people just want to be around the team, family and friends, and maybe practice is over, but people don't leave um, after the big game or whatever it is. You know, people just want to be around it. It's like a mat, it's like like a magnet. Welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm a former NFL veteran, and now I'm a leadership and personal development speaker and coach. In this podcast, you will hear inspirational and humorous stories from leaders of all walks of life, from current and former professional athletes, coaches, authors, experts, executives, and successful business owners. Discover how these leaders not only overcame obstacles, but also learn core principles that led to their success when leading others. So um, welcome once again to the Shark Effect podcast. I'm your host, Alex Molden. Um, I've been um, having some great conversations with different people. And, you know, throughout my, my time with hosting this podcast and for me, I love hearing people's, their journey and people who's had a lot of success. And, you know, today I have the pleasure of, inter of interviewing, um, his name is Darren and he has a pretty cool story that's inspiring. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dive in. I'm going to let him tell his story. Um, but I want to just thank you once again for tuning in to the shark effect. Um, and, you know, we're going to have a good time. So in saying that, my main day, now, folks, Darren has a lot of energy. I'm going to be up front with you guys. <laughs> Darren has a lot of energy. But Darren, welcome to the Shark Effect, my man. Oh, Alex, man, I am fired up to be here. And you are right. I got a lot of energy. And I'm going to bring the fire today. 
you know, just thanks for having me, man. I'm, 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 uh, I'm honored to be here. It's not every day you get to, to chat and hang out with an eight year NFL vet, man. I just love sports. That's a big part of my background story. And I'm just, again, I'm honored to be here. So thanks for having me. Thank you. And in saying that, can you tell my listeners a little bit about your story, a little bit about your background? Um, I know, you know, with basketball one, you know, I started there, but um, I'm just going to let you tell a little bit about your story. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you kind of try to do my life story here in 120 seconds. Um, currently now, the reason I'm on this podcast, right, in my, my current role is I run a software company with my brother. My brother Jason and I, uh, we have about 150 people on our team, and, and we run a company that develops custom software. Um, our journey started way back in the, you know, we were born in the 70s, grew up in the 80s and 90s playing basketball. We were die hard all about that life, Alex, you know, uh, wanted to achieve the levels that you, you know, you got to. And we didn't quite make it there, but we both had uh, pretty good careers, both played in college. And, and we're, we were a part of a few really special teams when we were young and growing up. And that shaped a lot of what we wanted to do. And I'll, I'll definitely touch on that as we get into you know, how we try to build special teams at our company. Um, after college in the late 90s, we moved down to New York City, did about uh, eight years, nine years down on Wall Street as software engineers. Um, wanted to be entrepreneurs. We started some of the worst companies you could ever imagine, Alex. I mean, we, we created some awful businesses, right? But each after each business, we I think we learned a little bit and we got a little smarter each time and, and uh, kind of school of hard knocks taught us how to, how to get through. Uh, by 2005, we had created an educational software program that was pretty cool. Um, and we did that from 05 to 2012. So about seven, almost eight years we were doing that. And it was a business we had mild success with, but we could never really get over the hump with that. And then in 2012, that's when we really started doing what we're currently doing, uh, which is Janelle Group, our, our software company. Started with just my brother and I, and then we hired someone, hired another, hired another. And all of a sudden, you know, we're here, uh, uh, what is that, almost a decade later now. And we got 150 people on the team and, and we've really figured some things out. We think we've cracked the code on culture. And, and so that's kind of the story that's taken us here. Glad to dive in on any one of those chapters if you want more. Man, I love that. So, so there's a couple of routes I want to go. Man, first, can you give like my listeners, because you know, you have the entrepreneurial spirit and me and you both know being an entrepreneur, you guys are ups and your downs. And typically those downs come early on. Um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, you said that some of the worst companies, right? <laughs> what what made it one of the worst companies, you know, your first, your first crack at it? Yeah, well, I, you know, I think, I think, our, first of all, like our ideas, right? Everybody will, they, they experience a problem and they go, you know, what would be cool is if this thing list, this thing existed that did X, Y, and Z that to meet their need. And sometimes like, sometimes those lead to great businesses. We've all heard the stories of some of these most successful businesses ever that started that way. But then people kind of like, they get it twisted and think, oh, well, that's all I got to do is solve a problem for myself. And so we we solved problems for ourselves and then built, put so much work into it, hundreds, thousands of hours on some of these, built software, built different products without really understanding the market, without ever testing the market, without having real knowledge and real uh, understanding and empathy for the people that we were trying to address this problem for, right? We were in our minds, in our lab, hey, we can solve this thing if we do X, Y, and Z. We did it only to release it to hear crickets in the marketplace. You know mm, what I mean? We had yeah. it twisted. We should have been 
asking instead of telling the market what they needed, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Doing your research, right? Doing yeah. that, doing that market research. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So in doing that, um, can you tell a little bit? About, I mean, because you have a very successful, but what is the culture that that kind of got you started? And to be more specific, with you in the basketball world. How did you take those things or did you take those things and then start to apply it in the business world? I'm, I'm very interested to hear, you know, about culture, that that culture that you bring to the um, to the table. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And that's, that's such a big part, I think, of our story of our journey is like really figuring out this special teams thing. Right. My brother and I were lucky enough as young athletes to be a part of a few special teams. Right. Um and to me, when someone's a part of a special team, that's when human beings are at their best, right? That's when people are fired up to come in and, and get to work and they're willing to sacrifice and they're willing to play a role and they're, will, they're rooting each other on. They're competitive with their teammates, but it's on that light side of the competitiveness, right? There's a dark side of that too, right? When it goes a little bit too far. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people just have that energy and that vibe. And to me, the number one telltale sign of a special team, Alex, is it's like a magnet right? It's people just want to be around the team, family and friends, and maybe practice is over, but people don't leave um, after the big game or whatever it is, you know, people just want to be around it. It's like a mat. It's like, like a magnet and it doesn't have to be sports for us early on. It was sports, right? But it could be a startup company, a fraternity, a band. Sometimes it's actually just a group of friends that has this magical quality. But, but we were a part of this a few times as young kids, just kind of through the luck of the draw, right? Then as I went through the rest of my life and I would get on a team, say I'd go to college and now I'd be in like a school group for a project or something. And it mm -hmm. didn't have that feel or my first corporate job where I liked the people. It was a great gig. I loved the job, but we didn't have that special team feeling. I, that just... I felt empty inside. I, I felt frustrated. I was like, why isn't it like this thing that I, I experienced so many times as a young athlete, right? And you played on amazing teams, right? How about your Rose Bowl team in 94, right? If you bump into those guys from your Oregon Ducks team from 94 right now, say you haven't seen them in 20 years, you run into one of those guys, you're going to drop what you're doing. You're going to sit there. You're going to talk for hours, right? And feel like it's yesterday because you're, you're bonded. You had that, that special thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Alex? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so as we went through life and weren't experienced that consistently, we said, well, how can we recreate that? Right. And, and so in, in some of our, our, our failed startups and even in the educational software one, and, and definitely with Janelle Rupp, <clears throat> we started to realize we can actually create the environment to build this special team. This thing that we loved and we experienced and we crave, we can be intentional about creating that environment, right? And, and so when I kind of, when, when we had that realization of like, we shouldn't just sit back and whine about it if we're not on a special team, how do we create that, right? How do we, how are we intentional to go out of our way and go do that? And that's something I think we figured out and cracked the code on. Okay, Alex? Oh, I want to, man, spill the beans. Yeah, let's dive in, man. I'll break the formula down for you, right? Because I, I, I think, and and I will. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try to definitely summarize some things because I could go for six hours on this topic. But okay, first and foremost, first and foremost, it starts off with the right people on the team, right? If you don't have the right people on the team, I don't care how good of a coach you are, or how good of a leader, you can implement anything you want. 
Bill Belichick, right? He's a great football coach. Give him some bum ass players. <laughs> What's going to happen? They're not going to be winning Super Bowls, right? Exactly. So first and foremost, you got to have the right people on the team. And so with that, we we think there's nothing more important than finding the next superstar to add to our team, right? We at Janelle Group, we are a software company, but we recruit like a college football program, man. I'll fly out to California to have lunch with somebody, baby. You know what Let's I'm saying? You give go. me a great engineer, we're going to get them on our team, right? Or we're going to try like hell. We're going to compete. We're going to treat them like a star. How do you get the star quarterback on the team? Do you send them an email and go, send your resume? No, you got to recruit that guy. There's 500 schools that want him. Same thing with, with, with building our businesses, Alex. You know, the star players, again, sports or, or in our world, engineers, star engineers, they're few and far between, right? If I'm just sitting back saying, oh, who's going to apply to the job? I'm going to interview 10 people to try to hire. No, 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 no. We have a ridiculous recruiting funnel, right? And so our recruiting funnel, Alex, this year, we are going to vet 150,000 people, okay? Good so that's, that's, that's quick LinkedIn stalking. That's a quick like resume check. So real quick vetting. But okay. of those 150,000, we're going to actually interview 1,500 of them. So we're going to interview 1,500 people to hire about maybe 60 to 70 people, right? So think about that funnel. Yeah. When you when you hear people complaining about their teams or maybe, you know, maybe talk to an entrepreneur or a business leader and they're like, ah, you can't find good people. I've tried everything. It's like, oh, how many people did you interview for your last position? And they're like, they're like nine. I'm like, nine? <laughs> Well, yes. you got to interview 99, bro. Who yeah. are you out there recruiting? Who are you hustling? Imagine me. I'm a college football coach going, yeah, I can't find a star quarterback. I mean, I went to the two high schools in my town and I didn't find one. So I guess we're out this year. No, man, you got to go out and make this shit happen. You know I what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so that's ingredient number one, right, is, is the right people on the team. And, and then from there, once you get them and you recruit them and you put them in this environment, then it's then it's creating an environment where they can live an extraordinary life and where, where it's about them architecting the life of their dreams, right? And again, I think we've got a, we got a formula to that, but find the right people, sell them on what you're doing, and then it's up to you to serve them, right? Does, does, does that resonate, Alex? Yeah, absolutely. And so what I'm hearing is like recruiting these, these individuals based off their ability, right? Their talent what they're capable of, but then also, and I know it is, is what percentage of it does it come down to character, right? Who they are, because I'm sure you can recruit all across the country to, you know, people who've had a great amount of success, right? Who have a, a tremendous amount of ability, but once you get them in the building and they are assholes, Right. Yeah. We both know that can tear apart an, an industry, a, a, the culture that you want to bring along. So how do you what type of character are you looking for and how do you vet that the same way you vet like in terms of ability? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's just as important as the talent. Right. We're looking for the love, talent, but also matching the core, core values. Right. You know, yeah. you think about it from a sports perspective. Let me go get the 20 most talented kids in the country to join my college football program. But if they're not matching on core values and they're not buying into the team and they're off doing their own thing, then it's it's not going to work. Right. And, and so after we've done so many interviews, right, we're talking about interviewing 50 
1500 people a year. We've been doing that for a decade, right? Well, not at that pace, but you know, we, I've probably interviewed, I don't know, I gotta be 4,000 people, 5,000 people over the years. And not just me, my team is too. Right. Yeah. And we're looking for all of these little things that I don't think a regular software company is looking for. Right. I'll give you a couple examples. I would love that. Give me, give me the guy. I want to hear the story about you worked at McDonald's for four years during high school and you actually got promoted and you became shift manager, right? Nobody wants the, no software companies looking for someone who worked at McDonald's. I am, I want the guy who's got the grit who did that for four years and wasn't too cool for school and was able to come in. I'll work at McDonald's and worked his way up to being a manager, right? And was providing for his family. Maybe the kid who didn't go to an elite college. Oh, well, I think you're really smart because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a couple of these different qualities. Oh, but actually, as I, I start to hear your story, maybe your father died and you had to produce for your family or something. Yeah, you weren't getting straight A's because you were working three jobs and, and helping your mom raise the kid, you know, your siblings or something like that, right? So it's going deeper and finding that real story. Give me a farmer. Please give me a farmer, Alex. You give me a guy who's got a software degree and grew up on a farm. I already know he's got that baked in work ethic. He's not going to be complaining about anything, right? He's got that farmer ingenuity. What happens when the tractor breaks? You don't just call the repair guy or take it to the shop. Farmers fix it themselves, right? Those are the type of folks that we're looking for, right? Um, you know, with us, with engineers, we're looking for that mathematical, analytical mind, right? And a lot of times, you know, if they went to a great school, and they had great grades and their great work experience. Those are easy, easy gems to find, right? That's mm -hmm. kind of like the, you know, the the six foot D back who runs a four three forty. It's like all right, that's I, easy. I, he, everybody knows he's good. Yeah. But when you when you can find the 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 diamonds in the rough, right? Maybe the kid who didn't go to that elite school, like I said, mm -hmm. but maybe got a perfect score in his math SAT. So he got a perfect score in his math math SAT, which means. He's got that really sharp math analytical mind, but maybe there's a reason why he didn't get good grades. Like I just gave an example of maybe his, his old man passed away and he had to produce mm -hmm. for the family. We're yeah. looking for, I want to hear the person's whole story so I can start to find out who this person is, right? Do they have that work ethic? Have they been successful at different times in their life, right? Um, and, and finding these, these, these people that, uh, maybe don't check all the boxes if they go to interview at Google or Facebook or, you know, one of these major software companies. We've been able to find some of these these superstars. Right. And, the, and these folks that uh, might have slipped through the cracks. Does that make sense? How we we look at it a little bit differently. We're going deeper, Alex. Absolutely. And here's the thing that I want my listeners to uh, to really grab is, you know, Darren wasn't just talking about all the successes, the success stories. He's talking about just stories in general. I, and I think the better that you own your story, that you know who you are and understand like everybody's story is different and there's, there's value in stories and the story of where you are right now. And it can be different than where you were in the past, right? There's mistakes that people have made in the past that if, the, if they're not careful, they will continue making those same mistakes and they won't grow. But I think, you know, starting one spot and it can be ups and downs. There can be, you know, in terms of uh, bankruptcy, um, there's loss, there's, um, you know, bad decision making that maybe, you know, jail time. I don't know, but it's like, man, 
the 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 fact that you can be able to tell a story is is powerful and i think a lot of young people they don't get it i didn't get it back in the day yeah. but you know now you know with speaking and and what i'm doing in terms of coaching and whatnot i know my story is my story is is pivotal for for my success whether i'm coaching individuals or if i'm going to speak at a conference or speak at a at a corporation is the ability to tell a story yeah i think that's i think that's huge I love that, Alex. Let me jump in on that too, right? Because yes, I got a, I got a unique family. First of all, I was doing some background on you. Oh boy! I heard you got you got eight children, man. Eight children, yes, sir. I yeah. I have four children, which is insane in and of itself. But you doubled me up, so I can't I can't tell you how crazy I am. But um, so one of my kids, right? I got a unique family. I got two birth sons, and then I got two adopted kids. My oldest is from Nigeria, right? And so. Mm -hmm. He came to us on his 16th birthday and he's been with us for, for uh, um, you know, uh, he's 22 now. So six years. Right. We, we call him our son, but we didn't officially adopt him. He actually has a, a, a parents and siblings over in, in Nigeria still. Right. And we were, I was literally just talking about he has the ability to connect with people and tell a story. Right. And, and let me just share something with you quick. And, and, and I told him this is what you need to share with people. You need to be able to tell this story. Right. He was, he's been working at Jersey Mike's in the summers, right? S saving up money. A few, few summers ago, he, he was worked a ton of hours, 60 hour weeks. We're, we're breaking his uh, uh, balls a little bit saying his name's Gideon. We call him G. I'm like, G, what are you doing with all your money, man? You got to be saving up. What are you getting a Lamborghini? And you know what he said to me, Alex? He What's said, that? he said, no, nah, I just bought my parents a house in Nigeria. So this that. man saved up his money from working at Jersey Mike's while uh, on the summers of going to college and bought his parents a house. Right. And so, go. we, you know, we just got emotional when we heard that. And there's a million great stories. Hell, I'm getting story. emotional now. Yeah, that's isn't that dope. I yeah. said, Gee, when you're now he's got one more year of college and then he's graduating. I said, when you're out there and you're trying to find your position, you know, find that spot. Tell your story, man. Tell that story about how you grinded and you saved. That's the thing I want. I want that work ethic. I want that hustle. I want that grit. And again, he's got a ton of different stories. He's got stories about the old days in his childhood growing up. He's got stories about after he's been here in America. I said, gee, that is what you got to, that's what you got to tap into. And I think that's like the number one gift you could have, right, Alex? Or the number one skill is being able to connect with people, right? I mean, I'm just piling on to what you just said, but yeah, our experiences. And that's the cool thing is like we all that's why I think so like diversity is so huge. Right. Because we all have different backgrounds. We have different experiences and understand like those experiences shape us. But then how do you own those things? How do you like everything, not just the good, but the bad? I understand that because of how I felt and I was lost after I finished playing sports, after I finished playing in the NFL for eight years. I, a huge part of me was gone and I was lost and I was embarrassed that I was lost that I didn't know who I was yeah. and me finally coming to, you know, to terms with that and then seeking out, you know, somebody that can, that can assist me to, you know, to kind of help me like, man, Alex, no, you have this, this huge um, experience that not a whole bunch of people have, has had the same way as G, you know, coming from Nigeria and doing what he's done. Those, those experiences can help influence people. 
Yeah. Gonna help influence people that can that can help you um get employment yeah. or or anything else. But those are experiences that that we need to seek out. And we don't get experiences by sitting at home playing yeah. video games all day. Yeah. Or you get out there and you and it takes courage to get out there and do do things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. And the more you live, the more stories you have, right? Yeah. And, and then and the more you more you connect with people. And 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 that's what I'm really I really try to instill in my in my kids and and, and here with our employees and really anyone as I'm out here speaking, right? I'm on podcasts, I'm speaking in front of crowds. That's part of my message, right? Is is we humans, we were put on this earth to connect, to to uh to live this life together, right? Whether it's to work or, or, or our friends or our family or whatever, right? And, and so that's the that's the richness of life that uh, ho- hopefully we can encourage young folks to to dive into, you know? Love that. Love that, Darren. Hey, real quick, tell me, like, what is your take on leadership? How important is it? What exactly is it? And how do you use it? Yeah, man. So, to me, it all boils down to leadership, right? It, I don't care what we're doing, right? Whether it's a company, we're building a sports program, we're building a church, whatever we're doing, right? To me, it comes down to that leader, that leadership, right? And if they, if you don't get that right, the, the organization, the team is not going to flourish. And and so to me, it's everything, right? And and our core philosophy like so many others, and I've heard you speak a bit, we're so in line on this. It's all about servant leadership, right? It's about, again, getting those right people on the team. And then once you have them on the team, they don't work for you. You work for them. You are there to create an environment where they can live a great life, where they can work with great pro- uh, with great clients and, and, and do good work and solve problems and grow their career, but do that and be able to balance their life with their family or, or their, again, whatever they're, whatever they want to do, right? They might be still an athlete that's running marathons. They want, might want to travel. They might want to build their own house. They might want to start a real estate empire on the side, whatever that is. We need to create an environment where they can do that, where they can architect the life of their dreams, right? So to me, it's servant leadership. We are here to serve our people. They do not work for us. We work for them, Alex. (laughs) Darren, that is so powerful and so different than what what most people, most leaders um, of companies, how they think. And I think, man, you're ahead of the game. And um, I think anybody that that connects with you, either, you know, they uh, work for you or work with you or, you know, know you. I think that, man, that's that's powerful. You you helping um, build them outside of just the framework of of that that career is like, how can you help them become? It sounds like for me, how can you help them become the best version of themselves, whether it's like doing the things that they love on the side, still staying connected in the sports community, like running marathons. I couldn't do it, but, yeah. but there's people out there that, you know, you know, they, they, they still like to do that. I love that, you know, talking about um, that work and life balance too. Yeah. That's pretty cool, I, man. Absolutely. Right. And, and so we do it because that's just like, I don't know, the way we're programmed and the way we want to, we, that's the way I want to live my life, right? And then that attracts other like-minded people that then also want to serve others. And, and now we've got a company full of servants, all serving each other, right? We're all trying to live an extraordinary, awesome life. We're supporting each other. We got Now we got a little bit of that snowball effect and the momentum is there and we're encouraging each other. And it's like that special team. 
And then you want to you want to take a step back, and, and this is not the way I look at it, but for the person out there who's like, yeah, maybe I'm not wired that way. From a selfish perspective, it's just better because you're gonna have you're gonna have lower employee turnover. The people are gonna be happier, your stars are gonna stay longer, and that's just better for business, right? I mean, clients want to work with us because our people don't leave, right? If I keep yeah. supplying great talent to our clients, but the people leave after a year or two or whatever and that oh that guy left i gotta get a new one new one new one well that's gonna damage our business right so so take away the way that's just the way i want to live my life and it's the way i think we should live it's just better financially it's more efficient and it, and it leads to a better uh bottom line mm, love that love that darren man how can my folks get more of you um can you tell us like your website your social media yeah, absolutely. So, so if you if you're if you're buying into any of this stuff and you want any of B Janelle's energy in your life, right? Check Love out it. our website at JanelleGroup.com. So that's J A H N E L Group. Com. So check us out at JanelleGroup.com. I love speaking. I love connecting. I love mentoring. Hell, if you need software, we're not on here to sell software, but that's ultimately what we do. And you need some badass engineers to build some amazing solutions, you know, definitely hit us up. But, you know, our, our website's pretty cool. We've invested a lot of time and money into it. And you can see some of the culture on there. We've got a lot of fun pictures and, and videos and there's a funny highlight video. If you want to see my brother bash a, a um, what is he uh, like a board over my head that's on the highlight video there so watch the uh, highlight I'm video on the going to that. i'm gonna check that out wwf style like uh hulk Hogan or something you know what i mean <laughs> but oh, yeah hit man. us up at janellegroup.com and uh feel free to reach out mention you know that you heard me on alex's podcast and i'd, I'd love to connect my goal every day is to wake up and try to add value to my employees' lives, my friends, my family, any business owners, anyone. So if you want, if you want to pick my brain on anything, hell, if you want free software advice, call me up. I'll jump on an hour call with you and try to add value in any way I can. Let's go, Darren. Man, this has been phenomenal. Thank you so much for being a guest, man. I hopefully you can you can come on again. I uh, love your energy and love how you inspire, whether it's through uh, professionally or personally. Um, I, man, I can just. I would love to, to come check you out, man, and see the culture that you got going on out there on the East Coast, man. Thank you Absolutely, so much. man. If you're ever in New York, we'd love to have you. we got a sick headquarters. It's really fun. Um, again, we'd roll out the red carpet for a guy like you, man. And it, it was, it's was it been an honor to be on, on the cast. And uh, I just appreciate it, man. Thanks for the time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shark Effect Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at thesharkeffect.com. Thanks for listening. It's here, finally. My book, The Ultimate Playbook for Higher Achievement. You can get it on Amazon and the uh, paper paperback version or you can get it on kindle and who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking tr to transition what whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever if you're looking to transition into something different this book can help you I break it down. I lay down the foundation of who you want to be. I have a chapter in there 
that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you got to understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Um, recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter. Developing your own procedures, creating relationship roadmaps, using adversity to your advantage, right? Because we all go through tough times, but how do you flip it? How do you use it to power you, okay? And then developing your own standards. So these are things that can help anybody, not just, not just athletes. Now, there's some stories in there, you know, that covers topics that, that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. OK, so make sure check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.